Hello, listeners. This is John, welcoming you to episode 44.5 of Movie Schmovie. Now, why is there such a thing as episode 44.5 of Movie Schmovie, you ask? Well, that is because episode 44, when we recorded it, it seemed a little long, so we thought we'd cut it in half and let 44 proper be the review of Pitch Perfect, which I still haven't seen and probably won't, and then take all the other stuff we talked about and shunt it off to this episode, which is 44.5. See, I've explained it, and now it's perfectly clear and reasonable, so you can calm down with your questions. This is also an attempt to establish Friday as the day of the week on which new episodes of Movie Schmovie will be dropping henceforth. Uh, so you can expect a new one next Friday. We hope to talk about two highly anticipated films, Ryan Johnson's Looper and P.T. Anderson's The Master. I can already confirm that one of those movies is great, so there's something to look forward to. Uh, for now, though, sit back in your chair, relax, and let the soothing sounds of Ronald, Steve, and myself talking about stuff just wash over you and carry you off to another place. Dancing is weird because dancing makes me uncomfortable. I can't really watch it. Can you dance? Watch. No. Is that because that's probably what it is? Then? No, it makes me uncomfortable. Okay. Watching people dance makes me uncomfortable. It makes me literally want to jump out of a window. Is it because you can't dance though? No, it's just, <laughs> I, I think that it, it's just, it's, it's, it's a foolish thing to me. It's like a spasm. Like it's like, ugh, I hear this music and my body's moving. So I'm not really a It is really silly. And if you think about dancing in the, like while it's going on in front of you, if you think about it <laughs> right. as though you don't know what it's all about and you're just right. walking in and, and saying, what Well, so what are, what are they doing? You know what's weird? People pay money to dance in a box with lights in it mm -hmm. and someone playing music. That's a weird thought to me. People make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. That's crazy sauce. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I get confusing. I'm thinking about what you're and saying. Hang out in a box with music and alcohol that's overpriced. It's crazy. Somebody said, let's let's make a box. That. Let's make a box with music in it and double the price of alcohol. We'll call it a club. Because we're clubbing people over the head with prices. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been waiting to get that out? It's just seems like you've been holding that in. That you feel good, clubs. don't you? I feel great. I can tell. Because fuck clubs. Smile ear to ear right now. He's feeling good. I hate clubs too, but I, I don't really. The rest of us are just left to pick up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we have that established that Ronald hates clubs. Yep. Jump out of a window on you. <laughs> Like, what the hell did he just do? He jumped out of a window. Anything else you guys want to throw out there that we've seen or... I saw this French movie called Polisi about uh, basically the children's division dealing with molestation. Uh, and they kind of follow this group of cops around as they're interviewing people. It's based on real events that occurred in uh, <laughs> the country. It's, it's a really good movie. It's spelled P-O-L-I-S-S-E. -S -S -E. Where'd you see this? Was it on uh, um, demand or... Netflix or it, your it, channels? It fell, my channels. Your channels. Fell into my pocket. I like You were just walking around in the, right, like a in the USB inbox, stick or something? Yeah, inboxed it. Wow. Right on that. USB. So people go to clubs and you just walk around and get free uh, right. movies. Because I don't like to dance in boxes. For <laughs> <laughs> money. All right, check it out. It sounds good, man. Um, John's watched a cluster F. Of movies. It so was. It was you just kind of yourself. Wow. I do. Clusterfuck of movies. <laughs> And that almost implies that, go the, for the, that the movies ratings. were sort of fighting with each other. And I almost right. would say that there's some truth to that. That when you see a lot of movies uh, right. together, it, it some movies 
some part, some movies that, that that process will be kinder to them than others. Right. So like uh, of the movies that I saw, let's uh, shoot down a list. Beasts of the Southern Wild, uh-huh. uh, which probably would have popped up on my list of lists uh, a couple right. of weeks ago. Yeah. If I if, so that could have had eleven things yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you list the top five that was twelve. Uh, it was that good though. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, I also saw a movie uh, that is right now available through like iTunes and on demand as a kind of a same time as in theaters. I guess. Yeah. A thing which is VHS. Yep. Um, which I think you guys. Yeah, we actually about. we saw it at the Maryland yeah. Film Festival now it's back in a May. More distribution, right? Yeah, yeah it's doing it's, its uh, video on demand theater run. It's doing the typical kind of fall release for a horror film thing, yeah. I think, which is seems kinda, like a solid model. It kind of it's kind of works too. And then I saw uh, Robot and Frank, which is a movie I know that Ronald, you and I had talked about wanting to see. Yeah. And then because Robot and Frank, uh, compared to the other movies I've been watching, felt a little mild, and I wanted something to get me amped back up again. I uh, I watched the Raid Redemption tonight on iTunes. You got to talk about that first, Raid Redemption. I I really did like it. I'm not even a big martial arts movie. I guy. still got to see it. Uh, and I didn't know much about the different style. I mean, I think it's a particular Indonesian style of martial arts that they're practicing in it's the movie. It's really similar to Muay Thai, but I'm not I'm not exactly sure what the it's style like is. Pinchak Salat or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, it was just a really kinetic action film. A lot of times movies that are that action-packed, you don't get a sense that the filmmaking is that elegant. And I just thought it was really visually well done. And mm-hmm. even though it is just sort of like kill, kill, kill. I mean, like unlike a lot of other martial arts movies where it can be kind of stilted, I felt like the acting was really uh, was really solid, too. Damn it. I, 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 you gotta just, see it. I suck, man. I haven't also seen it like yet. I like the fact that this guy is not from anywhere near there. Like the director's like, isn't that your? Well, he's, like he's Welsh. He's he Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, and I think he grew up maybe in, or he at least now I lives in Indonesia. I did a little yeah. reading on him, but he grew up in some small village in in Wales. We're we're having this very measured conversation about it, but it's a really kick ass movie. I mean, it it's is. like the impact of it pretty much from the it's first minute or crazy. two. It's very simple setup. They got to get into this building. They got to take down this drug lord. This guy Tama. That scene. That's one of my favorite scenes. It's not even an action based one, but like he's talking over the intercom, mm-hmm. and you know they live in that like basically building that's like projects basically. And it reminded like, me almost of a twisted alternate universe version of Attack the Block yeah, in the sense yeah, that it's that all about is. a particular apartment building, yeah. and you get to kind of know the building, and you get the sense of in this movie especially you're going up like they start on the ground floor and they got to get to the fifteenth floor. And it's almost like a video game in that sense. They just fight through these layers. <laughs> yeah. There's a level with a, a bunch of guys uh, with machetes. Which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the, with the silver chain and the crazy eyes and oh. the machete and, like, the running pants on. That guy was getting on my nerves. He was, he, well, yeah, you just knew he was going to die because he was, like, he wasn't just a, a bad guy. He was a guy who had, like, a he enjoyed a little too much being a bad guy. Yeah. The, but the scene where he, like, was talking over the intercom. Oh, yeah. And he said, he's basically like, the person that finds these guys yeah, gets uh, rent forever. I've seen that scene. <laughs> that, yeah. scene that scene's crazy because it, it ups the ante. So it goes from like being a little crazy and then everybody's like, ah! Well, then you just see all the SWAT guys sitting there when yeah. they hear that message. They're like, oh, that's fucked. Because it almost seemed too easy for them at first. Right, right. And then when there's a turn, it gets bad pretty fast. Yeah. So, yeah. But I thought, I thought there were a lot of great gags in that almost, like visual gags in the Definitely. sense of like the... The I won't this won't spoil it just to say this, but the bomb in the refrigerator. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that scene was Yeah. It it, it was funny because it they it they almost did the stuff that you would think to do. You're like, I would I would definitely chop down this 
floor. Yeah. Get that. And it, <laughs> it's, it's one of those that, things. That's like, a thought that crossed your mind. Right. You, you're like, how are you going to get out of this room? Oh, go down one level. Right. I'm going to chop this floor down. Well, it was also a good example of show, don't tell. It was, a, you know, like the, the oh, way yeah. you get thrown into the action. And I honestly don't know for sure if I knew what the main character's name was until very close to the end. Yeah. When a lot of these kind of relationships, because you know at the beginning when they're going in that there's more to it. It's like ostensibly it's just a SWAT team taking down a drug dealer. But there's some higher ops on this raid mm-hmm. that, that seem to be there for other reasons. Yeah. And right. I can't honestly say for sure whether I know if that plot line totally made sense in the end. Like, I don't oh, know if it all like, adds up. Yeah. But I do. Th- it it almost feels like these characters could be set up for another movie or something in Definitely. the sense that uh, it leaves, you know, a few key players alive. And uh, I like the relationship between the two, I guess... If I'll say, it, there's two brothers, two people you don't know that are brothers. That at the end of the movie, you know they're brothers. Yeah. And when those, the relationship between them, I thought, especially visually, the way that played out at the very oh, end, yeah. like the tracking shots that kind of show you their, yeah, their, their kind of feelings at the end of the story. That was really, that Sounds was really awesome. cool. And the other thing that just before we leave the subject is, if you've seen the movie, you got to talk about Mad Dog. Insane. Mad Dog, a small firecracker that destroyed everything in his path and has like a gentleman sense of fighting that if, yeah. he, if he knows it's yeah. him versus another guy yeah. he, if even if he's got a gun on the guy he like puts the gun down and makes sure they have a nice room enough yeah. enough space to fight in and and like i found i did a little reading he and the lead were the fight choreographers yeah which the, makes a lot of sense when you think about what they were able to pull off they physically. found the lead like when the director was like filming a documentary mm-hmm. and then it like became his guy like yeah. um he was just randomly doing flips and kicks the guy had never done any sort of like choreographed anything Mm -hmm. and then he just knew that he'd be good in movies so it was a previous movie that's absolutely horrific don't see it i don't know the name of the first movie they did but i think it's like minerato or or something that that movie um somewhere the director was quoted as saying that the raid redemption was lighter than the previous movie. And so it yeah, made me think if this movie is lighter <laughs> than the previous movie, right. the previous movie must just be like one long, slow shot of someone getting their head cut off or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's, it's funny. Cause we mentioned before, uh, uh, like we talked about the remakes and like, you know, taking a movie and already having rights to it. I mean, mm-hmm. still admittedly, I haven't seen this movie, but when you mentioned that it's almost ending in a way that you can see sequels coming along, I did see something when I heard about them buying the rights to the raid that um, they also actually bought the rights to the sequel to it already. Okay. And there's also a sequel being made to the Raid Redemption in for the Indonesian market, like, now, I, I think, I, already. You know, we were making fun of the name about how it's kind yeah, of a generic that's name. that's what I'm thinking. But I think one of the things was when they put it out in the States, they couldn't use the name The Raid, and they added Redemption partially to, you know, get the, a name that they had the rights to, but also to set up the idea that you can have something else called The Raid, colon something, something. else oh, yeah, yeah. there really was no redemption i tried very hard to think of any <laughs> character all the characters who ended up exactly. dying pretty much were bad or right. good but no one started out like bad and needed to turn good no one had right. something to you know what i mean there wasn't really like how about if it was called the raid retaliation uh, you know that's actually be the, that's a sequel i stress that it's not it was very entertaining like you would think this all sounds sort of grim and again if you're not a martial arts guy which i'm not i don't watch a lot of those right, movies i find them kind of plotless a mm-hmm. lot of the times yeah um this, even though it was that kind of real choreographed fighting, it was also really it had real grit to it. And the, yeah. every surface in this building is like moldy and dusty and terrible, That's grimy like looking. There was just shit on, yeah, like literally shit in some scenes. Like, wow. yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty. You know, the production design was really deep. I've heard it, nothing but amazing things about this movie. Um, it's like a journey into. We've hell, done like kinda. the biggest promote. We've yeah. like talked about this yeah. movie like <laughs> six times throughout okay, this, I mean, this podcast. When I, uh, when I saw it, people were screaming. Like, yeah, it, it was like I don't think. Well, yeah, I was going to say it, it be reminds like me we of were in a movie theater and people were screaming at the top of their lungs. Sometimes with some of the scenes happen. So it, not exactly, yeah. but I don't know if you saw the remake of uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, it. You know the way in that movie at a certain point, it's just this world is fucked. This guy's got to man up to get out of this yep. situation and maybe save a couple people. That's kind of the way this movie is. It's like it's you're you go into the belly of the beast, and then there's a question of like, can you just get out, or do you continue with your mission, or sure. whatever? And the mission really is just survive. So, yep. Yeah, it's like a horror movie in that right. sense. I yeah. promise you, I will watch this movie. Yeah. Now that we've talked it up, impossibly. I swear. High. Yeah, but yeah, I actually right. think this is one that you almost I, I can't, can't wait to see. It, can't man. talk up because I I had heard how great it was from a lot of people, and I was still deeply entertained. But it's just one of those that you know within minutes that you are you know. You don't you don't get bored. So how about VHS? VHS had really good parts and parts that were kind of expected for horror. What I were your say. really good parts? I thought the one with the Skype conversation okay. was really creative. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't know if I liked the plot, the way it resolved, it had kind of a here we go again type ending. Mm-hmm. But I thought the scene where the the boyfriend and the girlfriend are talking and she's like saying, "I'm you know next time I hear something weird in my in my house, I'm gonna gonna call you up." And we'll, you'll talk me through it. And she's going to try to, you know, basically she's having a Skype conversation with him wherever he is. And he's talking her through a haunting that she's experiencing in her apartment. And without giving away too much of what happens, I thought that the ending to that wasn't as interesting as just the sheer visual scare. of yeah. what was yeah. the, the, and, and the suddenness of it combined with the sort of creeping sensation, just how creepy it would be, you know, if, if you were having that conversation with your lady. And she was like saying... There's noises in my apartment right now. I think I've got to go. I mean, the fact that she seems to be living with this horrific thing and it's kind of it's layered over this mundane conversation between a boyfriend and girlfriend. I thought that was effective yeah. horror. Yeah. They're supposed to be doing that in paranormal, right? They supposed to be using That's Skype in the teasers for it. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be crazy. And I thought the last one where the guys go on Halloween and the guys go into the house. Like, oh, I, thought, I thought like the first two thirds of that were great. I, once so they good. once they find what's going on and they kind of try to escape, I felt like it just kind of felt like a Disney. It just kind of went kerfluey. But yes. the scene of them arriving at a house that's <laughs> yes. supposed to be like a haunted house or a party and there's nobody there and they're just yeah. kind of exploring that has a genuine creep factor to it because I mean you can imagine again oh, if you yeah. and your buddies show up at a house. And it's supposed to be a uh, a party, and there's nobody there. Like there was something to that that was like very. It was easy to imagine that. And plus, those characters, even though they were obnoxious, they weren't like totally loathsome the way, um, the first one. Uh, oh, with the girl. Yeah, which had some cool bits. Yeah, like I thought yeah. the, the I liked the way that one just went completely to hell. Like yeah, that one. In right. fact, in my notes, I had written like. This is boring. Like, who wants to watch this? And then that went to hell. You know, like yeah. I'd sort of it just it just happened really quickly. And I thought, as a fan of horror, I'm a big fan of those moments. I thought it was hilarious that the lady basically implied that she didn't when she filmed it, she didn't picture how misogynistic it was. It was in the end. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, the, she, that was insane. She was. Uh, she was in the segment. The actress or the yeah, the, the actress. actress. In, in the it's the segment that T West did. The one with the couple that goes on like the road trip. And oh, Ty West. Is it T West or Ty West? Ty West. I'm not. Yeah, sure. that was a real weak spot for me. I thought. Yeah, and actually, we, the 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 male lead in that is director Joe Swanberg, yeah. who did the chat one that you like, right. the iChat one or the Skype one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the Q and A was really weird. I think we mentioned it on a prior <clears> podcast, but like. People were asking her through the Q and A, like what her thoughts were on, like I guess the female roles throughout this the segments, like on what the females did. Where that's the one where like the woman, you know, mm-hmm. the female lead actually has 
mm-hmm. the upper hand and what's going on to, you know, the, not the guy that has no idea. Right. And that's been to the last shot. You know, most people don't either. I didn't really understand. But I feel why. like that was kind of a, a shrug to me. Like I was watching that and I kept, I wanted it to be more yeah. like, th- I think that the notion of somebody filming you when you're asleep and then you maybe finding the tape or something that has a real tangible, like that's something you can just imagine. It's just really disturbing. I, I thought that it kind of, didn't really play up the horror of that because the guy never discovered the tape. Yeah, I, I would. That and then when the way the kind of surprise ending was, it was. I mean, it, I was. It was gory and it was you know kind of disturbing the way it happened. But the story is like if you take a step back from that, you go, wait a minute. So the story really wasn't wasn't much of anything. You know, like I guess we're supposed to believe that that girl that knocked on the door at their hotel this was part of some plan to kill the, the yeah. boyfriend but yeah, you know the, what i mean that just girls. didn't just didn't make a lot of sense i, yeah, guess I think I, that was one of the weakest one i would have to agree like we and i'm a fan of ty west and i thought that was yeah i know weak. you love the innkeepers i, I just thought that was, <laughs> I, was weird oh, I, that look yeah. was great like, oh come on man <laughs> no i really no, it's it has its moments yeah. for me i i wasn't a huge fan of the innkeepers i think honestly that was a film that my expectations got the better of me well it sounded like you had that moment i think you described it on the podcast yeah Right, we're talking about Ty yeah. West's previous yeah. to this. I think the innkeepers. You had that moment where you watched it with friends and nobody liked it, and you yep. were the guy that suggested it, and that will always make it. I mean, I'm not saying you didn't yeah, dislike no, that it, was, but that will always make it seem like a horrible experience. Right? Yeah, that almost was. That's pretty much what happened with VHS. Wouldn't you say so? Like you and <laughs> yeah, I were all I about was, it. Yeah, we were. Really he brought about. a friend with him. I brought mm-hmm. like five with me, and. Yeah. Everyone hated it. Everybody, and they, and they, they kind of blamed us. Like, yeah, and I was like, it. I kind of like some of it, and they're yeah. like, "There's no way you like that movie. Like, you're a fucking piece of shit." Well, you know, the things about it that would I still hear shit about taking people to that movie. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, like I got sick of the 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 kind of gimmicky idea of the shaky cam. Yeah. You know? I do think a good medium for uh, found footage is the short, because so yeah. often in a, found, in a found footage movie, they have to spend so much time trying to justify why they're filming things, whereas in a short, it's easier to believe. Like, for instance, the the short with the, the kind of demon girl where yeah, the guy's glasses. got the glasses. Even though, I did again, I hated those characters, and it's like, I... Why do you care? Yeah, you yeah, care about them. But I was like, well, they found a creative way to say this person isn't continuing to film. They just happen to still have the glasses on that are filming everything. That yeah. kind of moment. And then at the end, when he's kind of getting carried away, that was, you know, I, that, the, yeah, that, the whole point of view aspect was cool. Was cool. Yeah. The one that was a complete washout was the kids the woods. in the woods. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't it's, even. It's what do you think about the the rap, like the 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 bookends and the and the interstitials with the guys in the house? Oddly enough, it was more interesting, like in the first two segments, and then it. Never really like the scene where the guys are in the basement. Yeah, and, like they, they see a, a naked old guy Flash, walk yeah. by or something. That was a genuine scare, I thought. But it never really built from there. And they had the awful to me, unexplained thing of why. If I was sitting down to watch a tape, why would I sit down? Why would I sit down a camera to film myself watching a tape? And every one of those guys, when they put in one of the tapes, there's a shot of them sitting down. Yeah, in front of pre- what's presumably their camera. I didn't, yeah. know. you know, it just doesn't. And then it, they, I, I think it was a little underdeveloped that whole story, just the idea of what the tape was and why they yes, were going to get it. Exactly. Like I wanted it that to. I understand that in horror, a lot of times, you know, boom, everyone's dead. Yeah, you don't get an answer. But I thought that was a little lazy in this. That was probably. I mean, I did not like the woods story, the yeah. one you just referenced. But I think the I, I was defending it a lot when we first saw it because I was in that group that like hated it. Yeah. But you know, I think that was probably one of our biggest issues with it was that whole idea of the rap. Like, what brings these stories together? We're watching these five stories from these tapes these guys are popping in, but the actual the resolution of of the, what they're doing or not able to do with the house, and you know, like you said, the things you just can't believe like that are actually happening. 
especially when you're talking about the found footage piece, like you're talking about the glasses and the Skype things and yeah. the way we come about that footage. And then we have the footage of these guys watching these tapes of the foot. It just, yeah. <laughs> it was just so weird like that. They went that approach and it didn't actually even, I don't even think it really tied it together very well, especially being able to look, I've seen it again since we saw it at the festival and I was much more critical of that rap segment. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, you can't have, and I, I know this is like a weird thing. I complained about this before, but like if, if it's a VHS tape, why was the quality so different on? Yeah, on some of them? yeah. Like that some of them were like, like literally filmed. In that's HD. why it was half baked. I did watch it again. Like I said, I, I I would say that overall I was a fan of it. Yeah, uh, you know, with its with its flaws, but I think that the, the second time watching it, I was much more. Uh, I guess critical of those flaws. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because I watched it by myself the second time, and I wasn't. Maybe you're right, John. I wasn't worried. Like, oh my god, everybody's hating this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like a dick, you know. Like, <laughs> but um, you know, I don't know. It, it's different too. I, that's one of the things that really kind of took me off guard with it, and why we sought it out at the festival is that I like the idea of like this. I the anthology, yeah. you know. Even with my criticism or the ones that I didn't like in the film overall, I, I can still say that I liked the movie because there was other things that I. Took away from it, you know, like mm-hmm. these five individual stories, maybe liking three out of the five. That's not the end of the world, really, you know, and I don't think that there's and because they didn't do a really great job of, of the whole rap, you know, tying anything together mm-hmm. with uh, these guys. And if these stories had anything to do with one another, you know, that allowed me just to say I saw five movies and I kind of like three out of the five. Yeah. And it was OK. That's you know, it I was like time well yeah. spent, I guess, for a different kind of horror experience. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would I'd still recommend it to check it out. And the fact that you can get it through, you know, the channels like John said, um, and it's actually going to be, think, uh, in theaters on October 5th is okay. where that's video on demand For some now. reason, there's an HD option. I'm not really sure what that, right. it's <laughs> priced the same as standard, so I guess it's just, you know, you can choose your link. Maybe that means the logos at the beginning of the film are, right. those oh, are in HD. Are in HD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Dang. So we're going to make a little shift now? Yeah. So we Now that John's caught up and that we've made it clear that I need to still catch up with the raid. You do have to see the raid. What's crazy is in a couple of months, we're going to have top movies of the effing year. Not just the effing season. Mm-hmm. The effing year. The effing year. The effing year. <laughs> so don't say it effing. The effing year. What just happened? <laughs> it looked like you just like had an out of body experience and like something took you over. <laughs> wow, that was an experience itself. Is it? It's just late, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You've had a day. Something amazing about cup like effing with any. Hey, the effing went to the effing store. I think you're God. the only person that does that, though. <laughs> you, you've made up a person to be irritated by. Yeah, right? This fictional person you just made up, they, I've they never do heard irritating. Yeah. Well done. All right, guys. Well, I'm you know, so as sorry. always, thank you. <laughs> He's don't issue a don't be effing sorry. Don't be effing sorry. <laughs> now you are that person, yeah, John. Right, I've right. become it. You're that person I complain about in my head. Ah, that was fantastic. Yeah, what else? Uh, Go over to movieshmovie.net. You pretty much can find anything you want to know about the whole enterprise over there. And if you would, also, go to iTunes, look up Movie Shmovie, go to our page, and leave a review. It helps us out in the charts, but it also just looks better. No one likes a lonely-looking iTunes page, so please help us out. Um, Other than that, as always, you've made Steve's day.
I'm done, buddy. I'm done talking to the microphone. Yeah.